Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am recording this from a very sunny and blue Escazú, Costa Rica, on Sunday, the 21st of January in the year 2024. And here we are on the other side, as I promised, of Sun, Pluto, and Sun in Aquarius, and Pluto in Aquarius, and now we are all firmly sitting with the sun and Pluto in Aquarius. Now, the energies that are a big shift for each of us uh, are still with us. And, you know, it could be that you didn't feel the shift so much yesterday. You were busy. You were distracted. You had things going on. But maybe today is a little more different for you. I definitely feel a difference. I felt a difference yesterday morning when the sun went into Aquarius. So I think that last week was really hard. I think it was very intense. And we wound down the whole Capricorn season, but then Pluto left Capricorn as well. Yeah, I know it's coming back in September, but for the moment and for a number of months, we've got... Pluto and Aquarius, and we have to stay with the new business that Pluto and Aquarius is bringing us before we deal with any leftover unfinished business later in the year. So in this moment, the Sun and Pluto are both in Aquarius, and it is definitely something where I would say I feel this shift, but I'm an Aquarius, <laughs> and I'm going to feel these things very, and I'm used to this too. I'm an astrologer. I'm, I'm sensitive these things feel different to me. So I feel like, you know, we are exploring this new territory and it takes a few days to just get into a a groove with it, to a new vibe. It's an adjustment and we have to just allow this to move through us. So I wrote a blog yesterday. If you want to read more about it, you can go to my website thegoldenastrologer.com and go to Astrologer's Thoughts, which you click on from the bottom of the page, and it talks all about it. This is a collective moment and a personal moment, okay? Collective because Pluto is a collective planet. It is a collective unconscious planet. And the collective unconscious is all of our unconsciouses, everybody on the earth in one big pot of stew, okay? And... This is why it does us good to work through our own unconscious drives because the cleaner we all are, the cleaner the world will be because remember, these things are unconscious. And you can say, and I can say, I didn't create this scenario in the world. No, but we collectively did. Okay, so the unconscious is a dark space. So getting familiar with it, getting connected to it, doing some cleaning, housekeeping work, emotional homework. This is all bringing us to a place where, you know, where we're, our contribution from the collective is maybe not as dark or is we've done some homework, so it's contributing some other things. But my feeling is that, you know, this is a collective moment. This is the sun and Pluto. Sun is more personal, obviously. But you know, Pluto is, you know, both at once, it affects us personally, especially if you're now an Aquarius and, or Leo or Scorpio or Taurus. And 
those are the fixed signs that Pluto is going to really be doing more work with in these next years. But this is the sun. It's a personal thing. It's the personal planet of the sun. It is the life force, the vitality. It's going to be in Aquarius anyway this month, every year, always, okay? But now we have some additional information happening at the same time, and they are still conjunct. This is still a conjunction, okay? They're, they're a minute apart, a degree apart, not even a degree. Well, yeah, the sun is, the sun is ahead of Pluto now. So this is the experience of a new paradigm, a new dynamic, and we are working with new energies. So if things start to feel unfamiliar to you, this is part of it. I talk about this in my blog, the discomfort, the irritability, anything that comes with this, it's new territory. We're uncomfortable. So we're going to get used to this, but um, it feels different than it did when it went in last March. You know, I really feel like last March was a taster. It came in, it was zero, it didn't go very far into Aquarius, and then it turned around and left again. And most of the year, Pluto was in Capricorn. This feels different. This feels like it's making an imprint, making a mark that it didn't do last year. I mean, I really felt like last year was more like moving out of the unconscious realms into like sort of collectively accepting Pluto and Aquarius, but not getting very far with it. And now it's different. So, you know, there was a heaviness last week that was undeniable as both planets left, traveled through the end of Capricorn and left and, you know, attempted to move into Aquarius together. And, and then now we're working with both of those energies. I always feel the sun shift from Capricorn to Aquarius. I always feel that. But like I said, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm going to feel that. And it always feels lighter. And probably in these last years, because Pluto's been in Capricorn, but now we're going to see, we're going to see how this is going to shift and change our life. Okay. So there's other big things going on other than this, this week. Now, one of the things is that we have a full moon and that is on Thursday, the 25th. And the full moon is at five degrees Leo because we are in Aquarius. So that's 1254 PM Eastern time. And the sun will be in Aquarius and the moon will be in Leo. And this is the first time we're having a full moon that's going to be close to Pluto. The sun is close to Pluto. The moon is not necessarily close to Pluto, but it's in an opposition. So this is a different, um, in Aquarius that is. Obviously we've had the sun and the Pluto be close together before in other signs, but this is new. It's a whole new ball game. And so this is full moon in Leo is all about, you know, creativity. It's about children. It's about laughter. It's about fun. It's about joy. It's about love. Leo is very much about diving deep into the creativity. So this is a wonderful opportunity to be creative, to be uh, loving to yourself, to do something special for yourself, maybe. Because Leo's like, Leo's good at pampering and doing a couple of little vanity things, you know, like getting your nails done, getting your hair done, getting a massage for those of you who prefer to do things like get a massage. And this is all, this isn't, this isn't the wellness Virgo moon. That's in a few days. Um, (laughs) You can go to the chiropractor, go to the doctor, all those things. But 
really this is about joy this is about doing something to make yourself feel special okay special that's Leo. Leo wants to feel special. The Leo moon wants to feel special. So do something special. Buy yourself something special. Take yourself out to lunch. That's a nice thing to do on a Leo full moon, okay? And it is going to be in close proximity to Jupiter because later in the day, um, a couple hours later, the moon is going to square Jupiter. So this is nice. Jupiter is part of this. So be a little indulgent, not a lot indulgent. Don't go crazy. Be a little indulgent for yourself. Do something nice. Um, then we have Uranus going direct on Friday the 26th Pacific time and in the wee hours of Saturday the 27th Eastern time. That would be 2.35 a.m. Eastern and 11.35 p.m. Pacific the night before. And Uranus is going direct in the sign of Taurus. Now, this is big for lots of reasons. Um, first of all, it's the last planet to go direct from retrograde. So after Uranus goes direct, this is it. Everybody's direct. There's no more retrograde for a while until Mercury goes. But that's not going to be for a few months. So we're going to pay attention to the energies that come forward as Uranus goes direct. Now, why is this so important this time around? Well, for a couple reasons. One is that remember when Jupiter went direct at New Year's, or right before New Year's, and I said it's headed straight for its conjunction with Uranus because Jupiter went direct and started to move forward, and it's moving to that degree that it will reach in April on the April 20th date where it will conjunct with Uranus. But there, we're going to feel this in advance. Once Uranus goes direct, because Uranus has been traveling backwards all these weeks that Jupiter's been direct, Uranus is now the planet of surprises, the unexpected, the innovative, the unconventional. It rules Aquarius. Hint, hint, more Aquarius energy. It is now going direct, and now both of them, Jupiter and Uranus, are going towards this very powerful conjunction that hasn't happened in 14 years. So this is going to be a very exciting moment. We're going to start getting revved up for this big shift of Jupiter and Uranus, which is powerful and expansive and different because <laughs> Uranus is always different. And you can always sit down with yourself and say, well, I expect this to happen. And Uranus will surprise you and not give you the expectations because Uranus is always always different than what we expect. So it's the unexpected. It is the planet of the unexpected. It rules the unexpected. So, you know, going into the unknown feels scary. And Uranus is one of those planets that brings up the scariness of the unknown. So the unknown is making us be vulnerable, making us freak out a little bit. What is going to happen that I can't control? Because we're naturally, we're humans. We want to control things, right? So allow Uranus to be Uranus. Allow Jupiter to come and touch it. And it could bring something really wildly wonderful into your life. Okay? So great. Great. They, they're pretty fabulous together. You know, I can't say that this is going to be dark and ugly. I, I would say they're pretty fabulous. It's just that it might be expanding at a rate that is a little uncomfortable for us. This is one of those aspects that asks us to stretch. Okay, stretch yourself and stretch what is 
possible in your life. I talk extensively about Jupiter and Uranus in my masterclass, Vision of the Future 2024, which I did back in December. And I would love it if you wanted to purchase it. You can go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com and click on book online. And all of my masterclasses are there. And this one, The Vision of the Future, really talks in depth about Jupiter and Uranus and the houses if you're getting it in your fourth house, if you're getting it in your eighth house, your seventh house, what house it's going in and what you can feel into, because we can't expect anything, right? It's Uranus. Um, what you can feel into in that house and what could be some of the dynamics that you'll be working with as Jupiter and Uranus transit, whatever house it is for you, right? So it's really important to uh, pay attention to this. This is one of the big events of the year. Now, it, like I said, we're going to feel it over these months, but once it goes direct, once that Uranus goes direct Friday, Saturday, depending on where you are, we're going to really start moving towards that. The other thing that happens this week is that Venus goes into Capricorn, and that's Tuesday the 23rd, and that's 3.50 a.m. Eastern Time. So Venus is going to be very sober, very practical, very uh, grounded in the earth sign of Capricorn. And, you know, Mercury is still in Capricorn. It's in the beginning, it passed its shadow yesterday. So Mercury and Venus are in Capricorn, and they are also with Mars in Capricorn. So that's the most of the personal planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, the relationship planets, the networking of Mercury, the communication elements, that's all in Capricorn. So don't worry don't worry that with Uranus being going direct and all these other energies that are flying around us during this time in Aquarius, don't worry because we still have quite a lot of grounded energy happening in the Zodiac in the horoscopes right now. So we are definitely in a place of you know, air, there's lots of air in the sky, right? And, but there's a whole lot of earth, a whole lot of earth. So we're not going to lose our footing. We're not going to lose our center. We're going to remain quite grounded. I mean, that's five planets in earth, even though Pluto's moved because yesterday morning, Pluto was still in Capricorn and that was six planets on earth. So we have, uh, Jupiter and Uranus are in Taurus. And we have Mars, Venus, and Mercury all in Capricorn. Well, Venus will go there Tuesday, right? So this is so much practicality and so much Earth and so much grounded feeling and just moving through the day one step at a time that we are not really overindulging the air quality, okay? So this is something that we we just you know, we're just still putting one foot in front of the other. And I think that helps. I think when there's been a big shift like this with Pluto, and then of course it's Sun Pluto, I think this big shift really warrants some real grounded energy. It's, it's perfect to do breath work. It's perfect to do meditation. It's anything that's going to bring you some peace right now because things are wobbly, especially in an air sign. It's an air sign. It's like, I'm all in my head. I'm all in my imagination. I'm all in my thoughts. I'm, I'm furrowing my brow as I think too much. You know, this, all the earth is going to help that be stabilized and, so I think this is not such a bad thing, okay? Not such a bad thing. And 
Venus gets very practical in Capricorn. She's not all starry-eyed in love. So with Venus and Mars in Capricorn, and they aren't conjunct, and they're not going to be till they get to Aquarius, um, this is highly, highly, uh, you know, no nonsense. This is not about flirtatiousness. This is about putting one foot in front of the other you know, having your practical needs met, balancing your checkbook, doing your taxes, Venus and Capricorn. Yeah, that's about doing your taxes. So if, if you want to get a head start on that, that's a good thing to do, right? Um, and then, you know, other things are going on this week. Now, when Uranus goes direct, remember, it's in Taurus, of course, it's in Taurus, but it is the planet that rules Aquarius. So this more of this Aquarian energy and Pluto is now in the sign that is ruled by that planet. So now we're going to get some more shifts and changes and more reverberations as Uranus moves forward. And it's connected to Pluto again, okay? It's connected to Pluto again like it was a few years ago when they were squaring each other. Remember that. And so there, you know, Pluto was living in, a, in Uranus's domain. So, you know, we, I think the, the amount of earth in the sky right now is giving us some real uh, stability. And I think that's a good thing, considering what's going on. On Friday, the sun will square Jupiter. And that's about expansiveness. Jupiter is in Taurus, and the sun is in Aquarius. And this is the time when they're going to square. They haven't squared in a long time. And this is a very good aspect sun sun is vitality jupiter is abundance jupiter is fortune jupiter is expansion so we are in an expansive fortunate moment there on friday so that's going to give us some good energy tomorrow the moon moves into the sign of cancer and it likes to be in the sign of cancer it's at home in the sign of cancer and it will stay in cancer monday Tuesday and then Wednesday it moves into Leo if you are in the Pacific time zone otherwise it's going to move in in Thursday morning Wednesday's my birthday Wednesday's my birthday it's my first birthday with Pluto in Aquarius so this is going to be interesting um, the moon enters Leo 1137 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday the 24th and 237 a.m. Thursday morning when you are in the Eastern time zone and Leo, it will stay in Leo. It will make that full moon aspect and then eventually go into Virgo on Saturday afternoon at 2.11 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, so we have an aspect with Mars and Chiron on Thursday the 25th, and that is a square at 12.15 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Mars in Capricorn squaring Chiron in Aries. And this is an interesting thing. This is about... This is about wellness. This is about taking care of yourself. And it's about taking care of your spirit, your confidence, your energy, your vitality, your ability to get up and go. Because Chiron, Chiron's, remember him, he's the, he's the guy that's wounded. Now, he's the wounded healer. But he's not someone that gets healed. He's somebody that is a healer that is wounded and has to lick his wounds on a regular basis. And this is what we do with Chiron. 
But Chiron is in Mars's sign, okay? And we've had aspects before in these last months where, where Mars was, you know, tickling Chiron. And this is, again, one of those things. Mars and Chiron are meeting in this square, but Chiron is in Mars's sign. So there's this double stamp of Mars. Now, what is this? This is, you know, Mars is energy and vitality, but it's also your confidence. And it's also your ability to take care of you. And this is an interesting dynamic. Remember what I said about the Leo full moon on Thursday, you know, go do something special for yourself. But we also have this aspect of Mars and Chiron and Chiron in Aries. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is about where we feel wounded because we've done a lot of people pleasing or we're taking care of everybody else and maybe not ourselves as well. So we're, we're, motivated to take care of somebody else and ignore our own needs and you know uh, with the north node in Aries we need to do that as well we need to pay attention to our own needs and it's not that you ignore everybody else or ignore the needs of your the others you know in your life or your loved ones you can't completely do that but make sure that you're not doing yourself a disservice as you you know give others your energy and, and give other people um, a place in your life and, and, you know, shower them with your love and attention. But the experience of Mars and Chiron, there is something about one's vitality. Mars is in its sign of exaltation, which is Capricorn. And then Chiron is in its, in Mars's sign of rulership. So this is, this is really a very Marsy thing. You know, it's a very strong aspect for Mars. And, it reminds us that we're, we've got to, uh, you know, give ourselves the attention we need, and that Leo full moon again, that attention we need to, in order to be able to serve anyone under any circumstances, right? So this is something we really do need to pay attention to, okay? So this is another relatively big week, Okay, this is, you know, not the last, this is the last full week of January. It's not the last week of January. January's not ending this, ending this week. But this is the last full week of January. And I still feel like there's a lot of raw energy from this whole transformation in these last days. I still feel like, I don't think, like I said before, Last year, when Pluto went into Aquarius, it just went in, and it went in in March, and you know we dealt with it till June. And instead, we've had the sun, and I think the sun is really making that big stamp of energy with Pluto. And I think that's why it feels more wobbly this time. So, with all this Earth in the sky, and with the moon going into a place that it loves tomorrow, Cancer, and with the sun giving us some energy with Jupiter, this is a really good week to, to really do some self-care and allow yourself the transition and allow the new energies to move through you and stay with them, okay? Continue to be present for them, okay? And, you know, I don't think this is... I think this has been a bumpy ride. I think last week was a bumpy ride. I think moving this transition has been a little bit bumpy, although there's been some smooth moments. But I think that right now we have to pay a lot of attention to how we're feeling. And, you know, 
you're going to notice the things that you are leaving behind from the last 15 years. And you're going to notice where the energy is taking you now because it's taking us in a different direction. I already feel that. I already feel my focus shifting to something else. So where Capricorn is always about the, you know, the powers that be, the, the authorities in our lives, the governments, the banking institutions, etc. Aquarius is not that. Aquarius is, wants to break free of all of that. It wants to break free of all the things that are holding us back. Because remember, you know, ultimately, Saturn rules Capricorn, Uranus rules Aquarius. And these are factors we can't ignore. Yes, Saturn is a co-ruler of Aquarius, but it's an ancient ruler of Aquarius. And I really feel it's more related to Uranus. And so it is important to think about the shift, the dynamic of like where Saturn wants to impede or structure, Uranus wants to break free of the structure and break free of any impediments. So we have to notice where like we might feel more free and it might be a different weird sensation. So it's important to, it's important to be aligned with that. You know, it's important to recognize where you're ending something and you're beginning something new and it is giving you a whole, you've got a permission slip for freedom now. It's giving you a whole new perspective of freedom that we did not necessarily have these last 15 years. There was a lot of oppression, I felt. I said it the other day. I think this this Capricorn transit was a dark time. And I'm having people write to me and tell me the same thing. And, you know, yeah, that was dark. Yeah, that was dark. I've been seeing people. I've been talking to people. And they're saying, yeah, that was dark. Oh, yeah, I'm glad these last 15 years are over. Oh, yeah, this is this was tough. And I've been seeing other people talking about it online, too. So, yeah, we are moving into a different perspective now. So what do you make of this? What does it feel like? How do you want to go forward in freedom? Where do you want liberation in your life? I offer you my services. I'm here to help you with this transition. I'm helping people through this transition. This is, it. people feel it. This isn't just like some lofty thing happening. Oh yeah, what about that? No, this is like, this is in our, in our cells. We can feel this. So I'm here to help you. I can work with you with astrology. You just need to book online at my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, and you can just book an astrology session with me. A Reiki session would be really beautiful right now where you feel that beautiful energy sort of washing over you. You can do that with me, a 5D Reiki session. You can join me for a longer time period in expansion mentoring, which is three months, six months, or 12 months. And I invite you to do that. You can DM me about that and we can discuss it. And my master classes are available when you go to the book online link in my website as well, where everything is there. The one about Saturn and Pisces, Pluto and Aquarius, I did that last year. You can sign up for that one too and get the recording or the vision of the future 2024 and any of the other ones that I've done, how to be a goddess in a masculine world. All of my, all my classes are there. So I thank you for listening. Tell me how you're feeling. Stop by the Instagram, the golden astrologer and tell me how you're feeling. Tell me an email, you know, write to me info at the golden astrologer.com debitdevmcbride.com. Let me know how you're feeling. And I hope this, Pluto and Aquarius beginning is fruitful for you and we'll be back to explore more of this and I will see you on the other side of Uranus going direct 
Thank you for listening. Gratitude to all.